this Halloween. No, that's impossible. Don't get caught. Did you check the basement or the bedroom? Without the perfect thing. They're both out. To treat every taste. Well, that's it. We're out of Fanta. This Halloween, don't live with the horror of being without Fanta. Get yours today. Welcome to Grit and Gravitas with Anne and Annie, bringing you savvy, spirited stories of success. We're excited to deliver 30 minutes of inspiration, impact, and goodness. We'll be bringing you guests and friends from around the country who have very special work and personal journeys. I'm Anne Dieter Gallagher, your co-host with Annie Carnathan, and this is Grit and Gravitas. Let's go. High Gear Friday. Woo! TGI High Gear Friday. We're doing it again. We are. We're going to get after it today. There's a lot of stories we're going to unearth with a very special guest. Uh, one of the most profound, important women I have had the privilege and the pleasure of knowing. She already, she's already wincing. It's like, come <laughs> on, Annie. Um, so we have uh, in studio today... Amy Beamer Murray. Woohoo! I'm good with the Murray now. Takes a <laughs> while after after so long of, of Beamer. You and me both. Uh, right? And Amy, just real quickly, because we, we want to get to the good stuff. So Amy is the chief operating officer and partner of Pavone Marketing Groups Group, which is a series of agencies, um, all of which cater to a niche. Big I mover and shaker. Big mover and shaker, and uh, I met Amy uh, 29 years ago when she started with wow. uh, with Michael, and and Congrats at that point, you know, his former partner run there for 29 years. So loyalty, you know, right right up there with yep. one of my most um, valued um, traits. And so Amy, when I said to Anne, we have to have Amy as one of our earliest guests. You know what Ann said? Oh my gosh, her cards. I did. I did. And Ann and I could do an entire show about how important we think it is to write notes, to write to people, and virtually as long as I have known you, you do that so consistently. And to me, so profoundly, it's like a horoscope. When you send me a card, I read it thinking, how did she know? And I've said this to you, like at the points to which I get what you wrote to me, I think that was, what would I have done without that? So can you talk around a little bit? And it's not just me. Sure. It's, it's been Anne. It's been almost everyone you touch. Absolutely. And so what happens with that? Because that's what I think of when I think of you. And so does Anne. Well, that'll be my, that'll be my tombstone for sure. When, when people gather, when I'm gone, that's what people will remember about me. They won't remember, they may remember me as a business person or something else, but the cards but will be sweet. The cards will be the thing and they'll have them. Like if they, if people choose to keep them, they have them forever. So 
I've always done that. I mean, I've always loved doing that. It's a passion of mine. It's an obsession of mine. Uh, you know, I'm a little, uh, I take it to, <laughs> to an extreme sometimes, but I think it's so important and I think it's a lost art. And, you know, it's easy to shoot off a text or send an email or whatever, but it's like to take the time to write the note, put it in the mail um, and give someone, you know, just that little bit of a break or a little bit of a breath in their day, I, I think is super important. And I, and I think as we age and as we get through different life stages, you know, you go from celebrating weddings and births and then people start getting divorced. And now people are starting to get sick, unfortunately, and they're losing parents. And we're in sort of this mess where we're, you know, trying to raise kids and, you know, trying to deal with aging parents and people have a lot on their plates and women have a lot on their plates. And I think sometimes you just have to reach out and say, Hey, I hope you're having an okay day. And if you aren't, it's okay. Like there, there are people that, that have your back that, you know, that want to see you do well. And, um, yeah, I mean, if that's the thing that I'm known for at the end of the day, I, I'm perfectly okay with that. I see this, this orbit women have where things are crashing into each other. There's no air traffic control. Women just have an extraordinary amount of constant big decisions, little mm -hmm. decisions that they have to make. And what we do with our time is the biggest vote of all. So not only do you do that with your time, you've done it as long as I've known you. And I get, I get the giving part. I get that better than anything. But what does that really do for you? Because to do something, Amy, that consistently for that long, that profoundly from your heart, you know, the vulnerability that you're accepting by sending that from your head to your heart out into the world to me is stunning I mean, it's breathtaking and and i do it and does it we're, we're absolutely aligned in what that means but what do you think that's done for you in doing this for so many years what is it about amy that makes that so consistent and so profound I mean, I, I, I think when I think about it, I think about it as a form of ministry. And I, I don't gonna say that. And I don't mean that in, in the religious sense of ministry, but I think that it's it's my offering to the world. And it's the, it is the thing that I believe can make a difference in people's lives. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to I'm not in a financial position where I'm donating millions of dollars to to causes and that sort of thing, but I can impact people individually in that way. And I'll say when I turned 50, you know, there was all this talk about, Hey, let's have a big party. Let's, let's do this upright. And I'm like, I don't want to party. I reached out to people and I said, send me a birthday card and write, write something about me and you in the card, something we did together, a memory you have. And this was across like, you know, from, you know, cradle to where I am now, across work, across college, across high school, all that sort of thing. And I will say, when I did that, I thought I knew what I was asking for. But when it came back, wow. and I sat and I started to read the cards, I'm like, I'm getting a preview of what the end looks like, of what my funeral looks like. Yeah. And I literally, oh, first wow. of all, I got like 350 cards, which was amazing to me. 
But then secondarily, I could only read like 10 at a time. And I'd have I'd walk away from the just pile so and just be like, so emotional. I have to and people would I would get anecdotes from people saying, Hey, I, I remember when you gave me this piece of advice, and it really changed my life. And I'm sitting there and I, I mean, no disrespect when I say this, I'm sitting there thinking, what was that conversation? And when did I say it? And I think that's the thing that stops you in your tracks and says, wait a minute, like, I'm having an impact. Like there are things that we go into big meetings, big clients, that sort of thing. And you're like, I have to have an impact. You have a big job. I have to have an impact here. But what you don't realize, and I'm sure this happens as a parent too, you're impacting every, every step along the way. There, there, there are no gimmies. There are no throwaways. You are having an, an impact, positive or negative, with every interaction that you have with people every day. I believe that. And the goal is to be the best part of someone's day. And I don't think in retrospect that you ever understand fully because we don't sit there and reflect. I'm not a rear view mirror person. I got too much coming at my windshield, you know, to, to, to keep everything on the rails and in my lane. And when I look at that, I think, holy smokes, to your point, you got to, you got to sit there and go, here's the sum total of every seed I've sown that had a true, meaningful, real connection. Because there's some people that now that's, that's, I'm assuming that's wallpaper too. And I go back and read everything you've ever sent. And not only does it become more meaningful, it becomes more profound. And I'm not, um, you know, I, I, I should be more emotional. So it's not to say I'm not, you know, really out there, but just now, like I felt sort of the lump in my throat and I'm thinking, I'm going to have to keep, so like, what is going on here? Like tears in my eyes. And when you look at that and what you've done, like we don't ever really get that payback, if you will, in terms of that feedback back. And one of my Achilles heels, I think if someone's not telling me how they feel about me, they must not feel anything. What? That's not, it's not remotely true, but it's, it's how I'm wired. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm constantly telling people how I feel. Because I feel like if I don't, they're not going to know. And how would I ever reconcile the not knowing? And when I look at you, who who is someone I just, I can't say enough about, we're very different. Our styles are different. Like, I'll be volatile to you on the phone. Fo- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's, yeah. And I think, whew. But you know where I'm coming from. And I go out of my way. It's nothing to do with you. You know, we're, we're in the same business. And so I think there's just a uniqueness and a specialness to you that constantly connects, even though our styles and so much is different, but this profound connection that means the most to me is always there. And as women, we can agree to disagree on the style, mm-hmm. on the way we communicate, on what we do, on how we see things. But if there's enough common connection, yowza, 350 things come back to you. Absolutely. We talked earlier that uh, we're in the connection economy. And I think especially in the midst of the pandemic and coming out, your relationships are really what has been our lifeline. And the fact that um, you're making sure those in your life or in your orbit, not even your, you know, your closest friends, you're, you're going out several layers to make sure that they know, you know, what you've noticed about them, what you think about them, 
we're in the word business. You know, you run a significant creative agency and you also deal in data, but data has narratives with that. And so to tell someone, in, and maybe it's in a working relationship, maybe it's an employee, maybe it's someone you met in the community, exactly what you feel. Uh, my father's last words to me were, honey, you'll never know how much I love you. And we as a family, we said, oh, dad, that's wrong. We all, we more than knew. You said it many, many times. No one in your orbit's ever going to say, I wonder what Amy thought of me. Because they will have these cards and they will know those sentences will change a person, person's trajectory. We talked about that too. You know, you can be in a, a deep valley. And we as executive women, we can't really afford to be in deep valleys very long. People are watching us. Clients are watching. We're, we're on the front line. And they take all those cues from, does Anne really know where she's going? Does Annie know? Does Amy? You know the way, Amy? We, we got to follow you. Um, those types of words, when someone sends a card, it's just like, oh, my gosh, I, I can do it. Today, today is the day. I'm, you know, I got this battle. And I think probably even though you receive 350 cards, you probably have no idea of the deep and wide impact you've had. Well, thank you. I mean, I, that, that, that's great to hear it. And I'll say I, one of the projects that I started at, at the beginning of last year, I decided I had read a New York Times article that says that the average American receives less than 10 pieces of personal mail a year. Wow. Absent of, absent of Christmas yes, cards, absence of birthdays, but, yeah. but literally less than 10 pieces. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, because I, I send out stacks every <laughs> every week. I send out stacks of cards. Praise and the I'm Lord like, for me. That's a ridiculous statistic. So I made up my mind. I said, I'm picking 100 women. And I said, wow. I'm, going to, I'm going to send you a card every month. So you're going to get 12 cards from me. Oh, my word. And I started that. And some cards I sent, I just sent the card. Hey, you know, hope you're doing well. Some I included letters about things I was thinking about. But I did that pre-pandemic. And then we hit March. So I had done January, February, yeah. we hit March. And, you know, when when this started, we weren't really sure where it was headed. And, you know, right. and I kept I just kept going. And I couldn't have envisioned where that project was going to lead because of the pandemic. But the feedback I got in December when I said, well, I'm wrapping this up. I, you know, I, I got like, keep going. They, they probably please, said, where do I sign up? Please, please keep we going. We need another hundred. You know? But you also got, oh, man, like you don't know how much it meant to me or you don't know how this helped me Absolutely. Um, navigate oh. this year or because everyone was feeling different pressures. And, and I think, you know, we're not we're not far enough away from, quote unquote, the pandemic to really mm -hmm. decide what the positives are coming out of it. But I think one of the things that I'm excited that people are talking about is the idea of resilience and mindfulness mm -hmm. and having that place to go that allows you to ground yourself and, you know, and, and endure. Um, because we have to bounce to your point earlier, we have to bounce and resilience is, yeah, do. can you bounce and how high? And, you know, we all are carrying heavy loads and, and you've just got to be able to do that. And there's there's something to the people who can do that and to the people who struggle with that. Mm -hmm. And you've got to look around and, and look at the folks in your life and in your work and say, okay, who's struggling? Who's really having a yeah. hard time? And how can I 
put some bounce back in their ball, so to speak. I call it my tigger tail. Yes. I love that. I've heard you say that. (laughs) And sometimes all it takes is to know that someone, you know, has been thinking of you or is on the same journey or, or believes in you. Sometimes it's only one, one sentence and you're, you know, energized and you, you do your little self-talk for confidence and say, you know, I, I do have this. Because there's not a line of people out the door that say, go, 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 ladies, go. Sure. Well, and I read, I read a lot. And I read a lot of nonfiction. And I read a lot of memoirs. And the chapter of the memoir that's always the most interesting to me is the chapter when someone talks about how they overcame. Yeah. How they how they failed and bounced back. Come back. It's it's easy to talk about the successes. Like, you know, people, right. people will say you learn more in your failures than you do in your successes. And that's true. absolutely true. But the, but the chapter, I'm always interested, how, how thick is the chapter about the failures? Because a lot of times people gloss over that in their story because they don't think that it's significant because they're, they're, they're telling you where they ended up, not yeah. how they got there. Yeah. How they got there is what's more interesting to me. Yeah, and that's the grit of this. This is, this is that resiliency. This is that setback comeback because if you're out there, it's going to continue to happen. It's a journey, not a destination. I think what COVID did, one of the big things for me is uh, I didn't know I needed some of the people I needed. And if you're uh, me saying, hey, I don't really do that well with needing people. <laughs> and and listen, there's, there's, there's not an ounce of attractiveness um, in not being needed. There's an enormous deep currency for being needed. And now I'm more prone to sort of at least pack an overnight bag and go, Hey, could, could I stay just, just a, metaphorically speaking. Sure. And can you carry this bag for me for a little bit? Because I'm in my head, I can't get out. And I'm, it's, it's, it's foggy for me. If it's foggy, it's dark. And you just broke through that and just like, Okay, not only do do I admire her, respect her, love her, I I need that. And I communicated that to you. And you don't know the vulnerability it takes for me to say, I needed that. And I'll never forget it. You know, and I'll I'll look back at at our, our our podcast launches. How did we do that? How did we find time to to do that? And I'll look back and say it saved part of my life. And You've just done that over and over and over again. And I marvel at that. And, and of course, it, 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 through my lens, it means so much. So what we're trying to say to women in businesses, if, if we're us, right, if this works for you, put two sentences in a card and send it. Absolutely. Send flowers. That's the other lost art. I mean, I sent. I have that covered. Yeah, <laughs> we sent. Yeah, you know, we have fresh flowers every episode. <laughs> They're you know, very we, pretty. We, we sent my mom Valentine's Day flowers because well, she lives alone. She's eighty years old, and I say to Walker all the time, "Our, you know, our son. If we're not telling some of these elderly people we love them, who is?" And I love that about him. You know, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Best grandma ever. Best, you know, whatever. And so. Whatever that looks like, to do that, how hard is that? Online flowers? I don't know. I have it down to 90 seconds. I was going to say, it's super easy. Super easy. And what Amy did to me, who who already did that, 
made me appreciate that more. So what did I start to do? I started to write even more. Well, you're both fabulous at it. And there's something about the connection, my head, heart to paper. And someone said the other week to me, well, you know, you know, you do that, but I tell you, I go, yeah, but I can't reread you telling me. Yeah. My dad's an English teacher. I probably had to write before we, we got to speak, but it's just in, in business to your point, it takes to write two sentences. And in the beginning it was like, oh, Amy's thinking of me. That's really, really cool. And then it delved into now where I did, I think it was one of those sparks that just saved my life at that moment. And I want to throw out here this, we're not just speaking about women doing this. My youngest son, the, you know, Benj, who's the country artist, uh, he will write handwritten notes if he's at a writer's retreat. Um, if he's met a new radio personality, he will write a handwritten, you know, thank you. Uh, the words that you, you know, added to the song are incredible or those things too in an industry that maybe, you know, isn't um, overwhelmingly handwritten notes are so meaningful. You just rise. It's you recognition know. Yeah. too. And it stands out. Yeah. And I think, and men appreciate it. Like I'll say, um, I make a point of sending, like I'll send Mother's Day cards yeah. to all the moms in my life. Aww. I send Father's Day cards to all the fathers in my life. And I'll say the mailing of Father's Day cards to the men in my life, whether it's uh, people I work with, whether it's friends that I've accumulated along the way, I get more feedback from wow. that. Because they're saying, oh, thank you so much for taking the time to recognize. Because, hey, if you're a mom, if you're a dad, that is the most important job in the world. <laughs> like all the other things that we're doing are greasy kid stuff. That's important. And I think, you know, you, you've got to recognize that. And they... I, you know, I worry sometimes that like they get overlooked or, you know, they're the, it's, it's June and hey dad, we're going to have a barbecue and there's no card or whatever, <laughs> but, or you know, not. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I get a lot of feedback that, 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 they, that they appreciate that. So another interesting part of you is you're the, you know, the chief operations officer. When you hear the word operations, you think of organization process it's clinical Mm -hmm. it's to me cold that's not that's not how my brain is wired Mm -hmm. and you couldn't be more of the antithesis of that Mm -hmm. and you essentially have taught me and again I'm, I'm big on this it's it's you know sales isn't who I am it's it's what I do but by the same token it's almost matched perfectly if you could match, you know, my, my traits and and my uh, qualities, you know, my superpower. And so how is there room for both in terms of that compassion you have, that consideration, that diligence to your emotional communication to people? So that's really what it is. It's an emotional outreach. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think when it comes to process, I mean, process is something that you put on paper people are what bring the process to life. And so it still is a question of how do you, how do you encourage people? How do you guide people to follow a process that we believe is going to lead us to success? And, you know, 
we've been at this for 29 years and people will say like, Oh man, like you've, you've worked the same place for 29 years. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I've worked at about six different agencies. They all had the same name, but like there was the startup there was, you know, like, I'll be honest, my favorite time of, of the agency was probably when we fit in two cars. That was like the golden time. Cause it was wow. still small enough to manage, you know, and then, you know, we've grown constant, you know, along the way to the point where we're now almost a hundred. So there are these sort of, I almost look at it as, as life stages where, you know, okay, we were, we were a child, then we were an adolescent, yeah. then we're a young adult. Now we're moving into maturity and it, it's starting to, you know, we're, we, we've had to grow up. And I mean, that's the, that's the life cycle of the business. Um, and we've had to evolve with that. And I think, I think it is the evolution. I think it is the idea that anything is figure outable, if that's a word. <laughs> It's the title of a book. And I, 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 have, I have the book, but it's like, everything is figure outable. And, and I think that that's, you know, if I, I look at like what motivates me, the biggest motivation anyone can do is for me is to tell me that something can't be done. Yeah. You know, because I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> it might not be right the first time. There might be two iterations of it afterwards, but we, we can figure it out. And we've all been in those situations where you're just like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to do that? I mean, that's, that's one of the ways that, uh, Annie, you and I met, became friends was, you know, we were in that startup phase, uh, you know, back on Rose street. And, uh, you know, I would call you and say, Hey, can we do this? Like, is this possible? Like, you know, and it's like, <laughs> well, you know, let's think about, let's talk about that. But, um, you, you've got to ask, you know, you've got to ask the questions. You got to move, you got to just keep moving things along and, and, and figure it out. And 29 years, there's never been the same day twice. No. Just like there are no Never. two exactly alike people. And to me, as long as I'm growing and I'm challenged and I see sort of, to your point, that's there and people say, oh, you can't, you can't get there. And I've spent an entire career doing that of either being counted out or, you know, she can't do that. Oh, she's made, you know, I went to Universal and there wasn't a single person that goes, you did what? You, you left this broadcasting career. And what? And so that iteration again of, of having to go from two or three to a hundred. Sure. And getting the right people in the right seats with the right chemistry because media and advertising is really collaborative as is PR. Mm -hmm. And chemistry is as important as skill sets. And to get all of that right to continue to be able to grow. And I look at you as the glue at, at PMG, at Pavo Marketing Group. And everyone has a role and does it exceptionally well. Mm -hmm. And so 29 years later, which is even hard for me. I know. I'm on Rose oh, Street word. and I'm calling Amy. <laughs> and I'm going, okay, like I was like a homing pigeon. I'm like, I'm, si I'm like, I have to be right here. And it was like a bat door. <laughs> like and then and then you went up all these this oh, is yeah. my recollection right we, we about, were, we about all these old, old and i'm thinking warehouse i don't even i didn't even tell anybody where i'm going because you know as a, as a sales rep you're not supposed to go like in in a home alone with someone yeah. in, a, in a trailer and you know you do all that stuff <laughs> and i was like i was like oh my gosh so so i i heard michael and his his partner then in the back and there was amy and i goes is there just the three of you just go up yep 
they do this and I do everything else. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to help you. Because I'm a giver, right? I'm like, oh, I don't know. what did I know two seconds worth at that point? But I'm going to help you, right? Well, and that was the thing. Like I, I say to Michael every so often, I'm like, can you imagine starting a business now when there was the, now that there's the internet? Like right. when, when I, I literally had a path to the state library. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, because it's like, okay, we need to figure out how to do this. Okay, and I go off and <laughs> find a book or an article and come back and now it's I mean, called Google. <laughs> yeah, and and you know and I, you know the the snarky side of me is like now when you have when you have the the and I'm not bashing millennials <laughs> by any stretch, but they'll say like I couldn't find anything out on the net, and I'm like, I bet I, I bet I can find something <laughs> on, the, on the net. But you just bubbled up another really critical trait to to me in business is humility. Mm -hmm. and it's almost as important to say I know what I don't know. Oh, absolutely. I was, all, say, I was always very good yeah. at that. Oh, I knew that. And we three have that in common. And I'll be on a call, regardless of, of what it's for, or we used to say, you know, old, old school in a meeting, and I'll stop and say, I really don't know the answer to that. And then I'll ask someone else on my team, and then it's like, oh, we'll get back to you because, wow, I think... We limit everything by saying we know it all. We limit every single possibility because no one can. Sure, absolutely. And I, and I think in our business, we've always relied on young people as an industry. We've mm -hmm. always relied on young people culturally to be current. Um, fresh and, eyes. And fresh eyes, talent, all that sort of thing. And, you know, there is a level of humility where, where you sit in a meeting and you have a 25 year old telling you something about digital media and you're like, I don't know that. Like I have like, and they do, and that's great. And we can collaborate and I can, you know, that's why we have them. Right. And I would say that's not my brain and you can't be in my brain and I can't be in yours. <laughs> and that's the best team, you know? And so I think Amy, if we're going to wrap this up and, and it, that's how quickly it goes by. It does go fast. It goes as, as, as fast for the listeners as it does for, for, for us having this conversation. What, I can't say that that it's been unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to guarantee you that, but boy, we just don't ever know. Ann squirms a little bit every show, um, you know, for where we're going, which is we don't know where. So what would be your one takeaway for today? Because we absolutely have to bring Amy back. Oh, yeah. She's we have to bring Nancy uh, back. Two guests, we have to bring them both back, right? You're full of business vitamins. Yeah. And that's our deep desire is from our career trajectory, how do we give back to legions of younger people, men and women? So we ask everyone, uh, is there, would you share a high gear piece of advice to others who would be listening or watching on video? I would say, uh, uh, mine's multi-phased, I guess. I would say you have to show up. You have to be prepared. You have to be present. You have to listen. That's sort of the basis of it. And then from a business standpoint and a longevity standpoint, I would say nothing is ever going as well as you think it is and nothing is ever going as badly as you think it is. And if you can stay just in the middle, stay calm, eye on the prize, stay focused, um, perspective. I, I think that that's, that's the thing. Cause it's easy to vacillate. And, and I think, you know, in, in today's time, I think, uh, we have, the paradigm has changed. It, I always thought that my value was created by taking complex things and making them simple. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people now think it's taking simple things and making them more complex. 
and 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 I always am trying to drive back to that simplicity. simplicity. And uh, no one's going to raise their hand and say, "I don't understand. I can't follow you." Um, what? Nobody's going to do that. Right. So, I mean, I, I think the simplicity piece is super important as well. Interesting that nothing you said requires a four-year degree to master or to um, really assume today. Anyone listening, we can't say, well, if I really went to college, then I would have been where Amy is. All of the really, the powerful skills are the soft skills, and they're things that you can really start today. Show up and listen. Amy Beamer Murray, 29 years at Pavone Marketing Group in this life, I was loved by you. And so there's no greater compliment I can pay. And thank you for the time today. Absolutely. There's, there's so much more we need to do, but we need women to listen to the show, to share it, to subscribe, to make sure that we're doing what every woman sees as the most beneficial takeaway from this. So thank you so much. It's a great thing that you're doing. Thank you for having me. Thanks. I'm writing a note card today. That's what I'm doing. I'll be doing mine tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, I know that. I know that. Have a high gear day. Thanks for listening. It's our desire that these stories will bring energy, ideas, and fresh thinking that you can use today. Subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram and have a high gear day. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.